Welcome to the Grinders Table, the podcast where we sit with C-suite executives and founders who are taking their industry by storm to figure out how you can build an exceptional career and business. Together, we'll try to uncover how they have both defined the odds and what you can learn from their experience. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Grinders Podcast. And with me, we have somebody amazing. And in my usual fashion, you know, I don't like to introduce my guests. I allow the guests to introduce themselves. Muna, over to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for receiving me. Um, so my name is Muna Akefli. I am a marketing manager. Let's, let me say I'm a marketing professional. I think uh, I like defining myself as uh, deeply rooted in Africa. Um, I'm Moroccan by nationality, but uh, I, I really, um, through my career, uh, have had the chance to to work across Africa and travel to, to many areas in Africa and also study in Africa. And um, yeah, I, I'm uh, totally blessed of, uh, you know, being, having this, having had this opportunity to, to be around in Africa and, and see all the potential this, this wonderful continent holds and uh, the, the, the bright future we have. Amazing. Um, so tell me, how, how, how you said you're the marketing manager. Um, how did, that, how did you, you start your career in marketing? How did that happen? Did you go to school for it? Is this something you saw yourself doing, say, many years ago? Yeah, I I think I fell in love with marketing when I was at business school. I um yeah, my undergrad, I I was uh, in a business school where you know, typically 80% or 90% of the students in this business school usually chose a, a finance career. It was a, you know, um, Iska Business School in Morocco is very much known for finance. But then uh, I was like, okay, I mean, I've been through, I and I really found myself uh, attracted to how to really create value through the brand. Uh, how do you create a you know strong um, identity to your brand, and and this is a key selling and differentiation, I would say, um, strength uh, that most of the companies that you see thriving and and you see really successful in the market, you name it, Apple, Mac, Microsoft, I mean all these, you know, McDonald's, all these strong brands actually uh, have been successful in creating a really strong brand presence, brand recognition, and brand value to their customers. So, I mean, I fell uh, in love with the purpose of marketing, and and this is how I found it myself uh, amongst maybe the 10% and the 20% of the, you know, um, my students, my fellow students who chose the marketing track. and then, of course, I started my career um, as a customer. I mean, as a as a you know, in customer insights, and I started as an analyst. So I think that allowed me to really, uh, you know, start uh, my my career in a, in a you know in an exploration you know let's say mode where I was uh, you know 
you know, using the the, the, the different market research methodologies, uh, market research, uh, you know, interviews, and uh, to, to really derive those customer insights. Uh, I think it was a very good start um, for me as a, as a junior marketeer to start from there. Um, because then it's also strengthened my, you know, analytical marketing skills. And and only then uh, I moved to more operational, like product management and, you know, um, uh, marketing, uh, marketing management positions. Um, and then uh, at some point in my career, I also decided that I wanted to to go for a you know for a break uh, for one year and go back to school and this is where i decided to go for an mba in south africa it's the university of cape town um and then again that was a i would say one of the singular choices um you know in morocco we are a heavily influenced french speaking i would say country and uh, influenced by france and uh, most of the, the students uh, would actually go to France to, to further their studies. Um, that's the traditional, I would say, track uh, for most of the, the students in Morocco that want to, you know, go abroad uh, for a master's degree or further studies. Uh, but then I, I really thought, I mean, I really feel that I'm deeply rooted in this continent and I wanted to really go for something that is relevant for Africa. And, and I chose this program because it really embodied uh, multiple, you know, um, aspects that are very much relevant, such as sustainability, social innovation, um, you know, uh, social entrepreneurship. Uh, those, uh, you know, topics that are uh, strongly, you know, uh, relevant and, and key for this continent, because this continent needs to, you know, thrive through through society, through social change and through social innovation. So, yeah, so this is where I found myself doing this MBA in the University of Cape Town. Uh, it was a wonderful experience, very multicultural, a lot of, uh, you know, African students and African nationalities in the classroom and also uh, European and, and uh, American nationalities as well. So wonderful experience. And, uh, and this really helped me uh, then uh, access to regional positions at, at Actually, it's it level. I mean, it was uh, a very good, uh, you know, uh, um, I would say booster to my career um, because then I found myself, you know, uh, actually applying and, and accessing those uh, regional positions in Africa. So this is uh, this is where I took, uh, you know, a regional marketing position covering all Africa at GE at that part, at that point after after the MBA. Um, and then and then I moved on as well uh, after that to another regional position uh, where I'm covering currently 24 markets as a marketing manager uh, at Ericsson. So this is a bit yeah. uh, of a nutshell, of my career in a nutshell, <laughs> I would say. Well, you do have an interesting story. Um, now I, I see, I, I work with a lot of people, I'm from founders to career people, and they mix 
marketing and branding, right? And in, in talking about your career, you've, you've mentioned branding quite a lot. I mean, what, what's the difference? Are they the same thing? Look, I think they are very much related, you know, uh, as a marketeer, uh, your your objective is is to tell a story about the brand, right? A compelling story about the brand. Uh, and what I believe is is now the the future of uh, you know strong brands is really purpose led marketing, because that's really what resonates you know, uh, profoundly with your customers. A brand that has a purpose, uh, I mean, it's, it's something very much powerful and um, and sustainable as well. So I, I really think, um, you know, as a marketeer, you're a storyteller, first of all, but then also, you know, you translate, you know, these you know all these insights and this this uh, story uh, to different you know uh, activities and programs that you that you run through. I mean, if you see all of the you know the big brands nowadays have some sustainability you know focus and sustainability purpose. I mean, we're not just here to sell. You you know when you have a purpose, you you show that you're not here to sell. You're you're here to you're here to stay, and you're here for a purpose, and you're here to further some some big you know um, issues in you know in, in that 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 we are facing or that the society is facing nowadays. So um, yeah, I really believe that the two are very intricate, intricately you know uh, related, and um, yeah. And and to me, what's key really is how to achieve purpose through marketing. Ah, purpose through marketing. That that's really a strong statement. Um, I mean, growing up in Africa, we're all exposed to folklore, folk tales. You know those stories your grandmother, your your parents will tell you while you're young. But I, I see that um, businesses struggle with storytelling on the continent which which is very weird saying that culturally we have so much so many stories that we 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 we, we you know we share how do you think we can change this so you mean changing uh you said retailing yeah and sorry sharing, i didn't get it ensuring that brands and companies you know use more storytelling that that oh know. storytelling yeah ah uh, look um I mean, I think uh, there are some wonderful African success stories. I would say uh, that's that's really, um, you know, at a, on a very good track. I mean, in my in my environment, uh, as we stand today, for example, I, I operate in, in B2B marketing and in telecommunication. Um, I see brands such as M-Pesa, for example, in how they really, uh, you know, revolutionized mobile money in the continent. It's, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing how mobile money is really creating digital, I mean, financial inclusion and digital inclusion. And and creating, you know, um, really ways for people who are unbanked to 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 be banked in a way, to be part of the financial system, to to foster their, you know, small enterprises, and and uh, you know, be able to uh, 
um, do uh, you know the the typical you know financial transactions through their mobile phone? I mean, I think um, there uh, there are a lot of a uh, lot of success stories. Uh, if we if we brainstorm and look for them, uh, you will find some really uh, bright ideas um, that are uh, you know bred in in Africa in. West Africa, East Africa, I mean, whatever you go, you will find some really um, exciting, exciting concepts and brands um, that's achieve that and, and that's, you know, are able to, to create uh, impacts basically through, through their services. So they're not only, you know, I mean, they, they are you know, combining the, you know, the, the, the purpose of a company, of course, is any company is, is profits, being a profitable business. But I mean, uh, through some, you know, great uh, ideas, we are also able to combine social, you know, impacts and economics impact uh, with, you know, your initial, you know, eventual, you know, uh, objective of, of uh, profits. So I think there, there are great, uh, great examples. And um, I think this is the way actually, uh, even the big, um, big multinationals and organization, global organizations are now really uh, reshaping their their messages around purpose around what am i here in this world you know for what am, what is my role ultimate role um, beyond my business activities so yeah um i can also give the example of uh, i mean for example at ericsson i mean we of course, we are in the business of, you know, networks and, and you know, uh, digital services um, that we provide to our customers, uh, which are the basically the uh, mobile service providers in, in across the world. Um, so we are, you know, a tech company. Um, but then, you know, when you, you look at our branding and our messaging, we're mostly focusing on connecting people uh, creating digital inclusion, creating digital, you know, economic, uh, you know, growth, sustainable growth, uh, and how we can maybe also as well tackle those big, you know, challenges of the world, and and creating impacts uh, such as climate change or, you know, um, education and, and and many other aspects. So. Um, yeah, I think this is the way, and this is where most of the companies now are evolving and and leading ahead and true. Yeah, true, very true. Um, and there's so much advice on how you know young people can grow that their career, but I don't think there's enough advice around um, how to would I say manage down and manage up when you're a manager when you're leading a team. Do you have insights on how you've been able to? Um, be influential in your position in the sense that influencing the direction of the organization while also influencing how well your, I wouldn't call them your subordinates, I would say your teammates work with you. Sure. I think, you know, uh, I think my motto when it comes to management and is really uh, looking at how to grow your talent. I mean, this is the, this is a 
key, I would say, components in, in any organization. And, and uh, one of the, the first objectives is, you know, how to take care of your talents, how to grow your talents and how to nurture your talents. Um, so, I mean, uh, as a manager, I, uh, I tend to uh, really um, uh, be give full, full ownership, you know, uh, to, to, to the team. Uh, really give uh, try as much as possible to to give them ownership to give them re, you know um, how would I say uh, responsibility and uh, and really empower the people. I think that's really what makes them grow because um, when you feel empowered to take decisions, uh, you feel also empowered to to try and fail. And try and fail is key, is very important to success. Because if you don't try and fail, basically you don't move from your position A to B. Um, so for me, this is key. Uh, having people really uh, being confident that they can actually try and fail and they can you know, experiment. They can, they can, uh, they can do mistakes and learn from these mistakes. This is how, uh, you know, you grow, uh, you grow talents. And and also, of course, I mean, across uh, the career, you, you as a manager, you need to be able to, uh, you know, nurture them and and discuss with them what's their growth path and where do you, did they see themselves in in the future. Uh, and of course, based on that, we can we can talk about skills development and skills and training and, you know, um, learning. Um, and to me, I mean, personally, um, if I reflect as well on my my managers, I mean, I think, um, you know, there, there are some instances in your career where you get to really you feel that you're growing and those instances in my career is where i i was maybe you know um given a project for example to to handle or you know given um you know hands-on hands-on learning experiences are very key um yeah this is this is uh, i think my my mottos to to grow in talents i would say in in the organization Oh, really, really great. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, that 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 totally makes um so much sense, and I actually re resonates with how I think so successful managers should run their businesses. Um, um. Well, people say hindsight is twenty twenty, but if you look back at your life and your career, would would you have done anything differently? Is there anything you you think you should have done differently? Um, look, um, I think um, looking at my my career uh, to date, um, yeah, I mean, some I wouldn't say I have any regrets of such, but uh, maybe uh, um, I would say what I would have done more of is taking more risk, definitely. So taking maybe uh, also uh, taking initiatives. I, I think. Uh, that in itself uh, sorts of uh, speeds up your growth. I mean, it, throughout your career, you can find yourself in some comfort zones as well. You know, uh, I think this is where, this is the time where um, 
in some instances, I could have maybe taken more initiatives, taken more, uh, you know, uh, more responsibility, um, taken more risk into maybe, you know, trying something different or experimenting some some new ways of doing. Um, this is, I would say, would be my my advice to anyone throughout their career. Um, I mean, don't don't let yourself in a, in a comfort zone. As soon as you find yourself, okay, you you maybe you know uh, have reached a good you know level in the learning curve, um, and then at this time you need to start you know looking for new challenges and, and new new ways to push yourself to to you know uh, to learn more. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you so much for spending the last couple of minutes with us. I mean, rounding up, if you, if you, now let's project to, to the future. Um, where do you see yourself as Muna in the next 10, 10 years? So, I mean, uh, again, I think uh, when I, when I talk about purpose-led marketing, um, I think this applies as well to Muna as a, as a person, not just as a, you know, um, as I would say, a big trend or, a, you know, a big uh, focus in terms of marketing. But uh, for me as an individual, I, I see myself, um, you know, thriving through purpose. Um, so beyond, you know, that, I mean, across all the, the, the life areas, I wouldn't just focus on my career because we're at the end of the day, human beings. And I think, um, I, where I see myself is really where I can achieve and feel that I that I'm a purposeful person. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, I I I mean, besides work, uh, there's also some. I have personal interest in 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 areas of uh, education, um, you know, um, rural education in in how to how to to be you know more inclusive society uh, especially knowing that a lot of rural areas uh, in in morocco but also in africa are uh, you know um, a bit you know isolated and and this is uh, this is the purpose for me the purpose for me is you know achieving working on on a, on a bigger purpose and uh, and trying to make an impact and a difference relative to one of the the issues that our society is is having. Um, so this is where I see. I hope to continue to 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 live by purpose and and achieve uh, objectives along uh, along this. Thank you so much, Muna, for spending the last twenty five minutes, twenty minutes with us. Um, your life is my pleasure. And I hope the listeners learned a lot from your journey. Thank you once again. My pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, having me. And uh, it was a pleasure discussing with you. And it was, um, I hope, uh, I hope the listeners will, uh, will enjoy uh, the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's all on today's episode of The Grinders Table. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Monsieur Um. That's at 
Monsieur for Miss Time French OM. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.